Hello and welcome to WN35 Music Podcast. I'm Robert Lee. I'm joined by Kieran Makin and Jay McNeil. But Jay, he's going to only be joining us in spirit today. He's not actually going to be talking. So it's just me and Key. So it's like a an elongated episode of the Encore. But it's the main podcast. Key, how have you been? I know it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been well. I mean, I'm not cut out for this heat. I must admit, I'm not. I'm not built for this this temperature. And obviously, as you mentioned, Jay, Will's in spirit. Um, I asked him, would he be available on this very fine Friday evening? And he said, I'm going away. And that was about as much information as we were told. So we'll just have to run with it. That's all you're really going to get from Jay. But like you said, he's with us with in spirit. And I agree, I'm not cut out for this heat either. Uh, at least we're doing it tonight, where it's about 23, 24 degrees compared to last night, where it was 30 I could not have done that. I'd have been sat outside in my bills trying to do it. But <laughs> we'll not leave the audience with that uh, with that picture and we'll move very, very swiftly on to what I think is possibly some of the best news that we've heard coming out of the music industry for a while. And it's our friends in America, the Killers. Uh, when I say our friends, they probably don't. Brendan and his mates probably don't really know uh, who we are. But uh, with the friends, nonetheless, because we all share the same plastic and music. Uh, Killers Key, new album, uh, Pressure Machine, out 13th of August. How excited for you? How excited for that are you? Yeah, we're all friends here, aren't we? We're all friends. Uh, yeah, very excited. Um, they've been busy lads, haven't they? Let's be honest. Um, I was looking before. Obviously, you just mentioned 13th of August. It's not even been a full year since they released Implored in the Mirage. I think it's the 21st of August last year, so two albums within the space of 12 months i mean obviously there were men a tour implored in the mirage obviously we've still got tickets for that gig at old trafford which was meant to be you know whenever it was bloody meant to be i've lost all track of time and dates these days but yeah um rather than sitting back and complaining and thinking oh we missed any chance to saw our album they thought what should we do then boys we'll just get back in the studio and write another album so um Brandon Flowers reckons it's better than Implored in the Mirage, so I'm excited because I thought that was a solid album. Um, and the guitarist, Dave, I want to say Kerning, I might have pronounced that wrong, but he said as well, they're already on the verge of writing their eighth album, so they're not Absolute messing about madness. it. They're not messing about So, um, But yeah, I think it was it were a shame really that, that, that the gigs had to get moved. I think they were on a real roll, especially over here in the UK. They were going to do some big stadiums, obviously we were going to the cricket ground, Old Trafford, but yeah, they're on a big roll since Glastonbury, really, when I, when I saw them on Glastonbury. It's a funny one, really, because the, the first time they headlined Glastonbury, I think, oh God, I can't remember when it was, early noughties at some point, they had loads of issues with the sound and everything, um, and it and they, were, they weren't happy at all, and like it, they thought that was kind of the chance missed, and um, I think it was Brandon Flower said something like he'd never come back ever again or something like that, until 2017 when they blew the roof off the John Peel stage when they did the secret set and Michael Levis watched them there and they said I need to get them back I need to get them back and so they can headline the pyramid stage and they certainly you know put that wrong right in 2019 and then off the back of that released Implored in the Mirage and yeah they were riding a tidal wave of momentum over here in the UK so they've just looked to carry that on because they couldn't tour by bringing out a new album hopefully I mean, this album will be good and then we can see them you know next year I mean I think we're doing how good imploding the mirage was as an album a disservice um if you compare it to wonderful wonderful it's unbelievably it, it's so good i mean i loved wonderful wonderful i loved imploding the mirage but, but wonderful wonderful is not a bad album it's a really good album as well so yeah when they when they played in 2019 they were joined on stage by johnny Marr, was it and that yeah. was just absolutely and the- 
and the pet shop cool. pet shop boys as well um you know they did a uh, human with pet shop boys and obviously johnny mad they did this charming man which may had nearly blew up um on the spot but yeah it's yeah they were just like i said they were just rolling rolling nicely um especially over in the uk and um it was a shame what happened i mean as it happened for bands didn't it rob about the momentum being stopped and um people not being able to get out there and out and about so um yeah it's nice that they've kept themselves busy they're obviously confident in themselves to keep releasing music and i'm sure they're itching to, to get it out on the road and I think, like you said, they, they, they're using that absolute tidal wave of momentum that they gained from 2019, which they, they, they put heart and soul into imploding the Mirage. And with that momentum, they were going to put it into a tour. Like you said, that didn't happen. And I think they've gone, right, let's go into the studio, because if we don't, we don't want to lose this momentum. And then uh, this album's come out. Uh, so this album's coming out, like I said, Pressure Machine. Uh, honestly get it in your calendars now pause this podcast type a little memory uh, memo in your phone in the calendar put a little reminder in ding it up go and pre-save it on spotify or apple or wherever you listen to music limewire if you're still doing that and you bootleg everything um, <laughs> you know if you want a uh, trojan horse virus on your laptop yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> however you get your kicks of music uh, you know get this get this booked in because if it's anything as good as they're saying is it's going to be absolutely biblical um to fill in the blanks what you were on about key about um going on the tour they had a uk tour we were supposed to watch it on the 12th of june 2020 and then it was supposed to be the 12th of june this year and i have a feeling that they may roll over to exactly the same dates next year so we're looking at 2020 and, the, and I believe they're playing like Middlesbrough, um, Manchester, the, the down in Coventry. I think it's the Rico Arena that they're, they're at there. So like you said, they're playing some really, really big um, stadiums. But I think they've always had that following here in the UK. I, I'm, I know personally I've always been a, a fan of them since the Hot Fuss album. Uh, I, I don't know when you kind of stepped into the, to the killer's. Mm-hmm. Killer yeah. bandwagon. Yeah, the Hot Fuss obviously is, you know, it's it's a bit of a cliche when you say that album because it was, you know, the first album. It, it's brilliant, but my sort of first memories of the Killers were um, listening when I was a kid playing out like around the estate, and one of the older lads up the road would have the raid like the CD playing, and I just remember you even smile like you mean it. First time I heard that, and never looked back. That that will forever forever remain my favorite my favorite Killer song purely just because of them no, nostalgic memories. But I think it's a, a brilliant song as well. So yeah. I was the hot fuss days and sort of I dropped off them a little bit. Didn't really listen to the middle albums as much, just listened to the the main singles, you know what I mean? And then up until sort of wonderful, wonderful, really, when I heard The Man, um, which is like the main single off the album, which got me back into the tune. Yeah, excellent tune. And then obviously listened to Implode Mirage from start to finish after seeing him at, at Glastonbury. Um when when they blew me man really one of the best live performances I've, I've seen to be honest from a band in terms of entertainment and just getting the mix right of um sounding excellent and looking excellent but you know getting the crowd going which is they just had that perfect blend and balance that, that night and it was it was special um so yeah all the way back really and they sort of um tried to be a bit a little bit different i think with some of the middle albums and i was read i was watching just before we started this podcast i was watching the trailer for the for, for pressure machine sorry um it was only about a minute long and it was like a bit of like old town america 
aesthetic and vibes and people were saying like oh this is taking me back to uh, the sam's turn days which is obviously the album after hot fuss and you know the, the fact people are relating it to that I, I think people are getting really excited because um hot fuss slash sam's time was the way people remember the killers you know what i mean the the, the sort of the peak days really so that's quite exciting as well and um, if they're going to go back to, you know maybe some of their older roots um but yeah looking think, forward to whatever they do i think you've made a very good point there because obviously i remember sam's town like really uh, really really well you know for reasons unknown bones uh, when you were young, or first three songs that you know, when we were young, unbelievable tune. You know, you, you, it's I, I think it's up there with Mr. Brightside. It's one of them that you know every word. You don't know how you know every word. You just do. Um, and then yeah, those middle two albums, uh, Day and Age and Battleborn. Mm. You, I think because the the they tried something different, mm. and they wanted to try something different, and they came out and they said we're trying something different, and it worked in some elements it didn't work in other elements and then brendan flowers went off and did his solo career for a bit the the band had a hiatus and obviously came back like you said with wonderful wonderful in 2017 i mean five years between battle barn and um, mm. wonderful wonderful and then just rock out with the man and it's like where have they been hiding this song because mm. this is unbelievable but it's good to see them back and it's good to see them with such force of mm. you know just this tidal wave of force and um, brendan flowers like you said uh, they put on a show. He is one of the ultimate front men that's uh, that's about in the music industry for me mm-hmm. at the minute. Yeah, I would agree, hundred percent. He's just an entertainer, isn't he? Um, talented guy too. But um, just I just love it when you see someone who's just really enjoying it. You know, like it it looks like he's just having a great time. Um, and yeah, he's just he's just one of the people who's born to entertain, really. So absolutely, I think. You know, you made an interesting point. Obviously, five years between Battleborn and Wonderful, Wonderful. Obviously, they had that bit bit of a break, but. It just goes to show like what kind of space the band were in if it, they were waiting five years between those two albums and then within the space of four years from 2017 to now they will have released three albums in the space of four years so um that's what happens in music isn't it sometimes it comes to you naturally and you're just churning out the tunes and sometimes it can be a bit of a struggle um like you said sometimes you, you do things you try new things and it works great sometimes it doesn't it, that's that's music mate it's, it's a it's a creative art at the end of the day um so who, who are we to judge it is a creative art at the end of the day and you can either love it all or you can hate it all but if you don't try you don't know and that's the motto of many many musicians down down the line some have applauded for it some haven't um, and some bands have ultimate front men that are going to put on a show regardless sometimes of how bad the songs are uh, speaking of ultimate front men i'm going to just switch the running order up here now so i'll see if keys keys up to the mark here see if he's prepared speaking of ultimate front men uh, and somebody who just seems to be churning out album after album at the minute, which is amazing because it means more and more gigs from him. Liam Gallagher um, released a tweet recently, and, and he was on Instagram as well, that he was back in the studio. Mm. So that, to me, sounds like uh, studio album number three mm. is uh, very much on the books and on its way. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited for that. I mean can't go wrong so far can he i mean two albums two number one albums again released those in quick succession he obviously had the, well three he had the three um he had the mtv unplugged as well which obviously went to number one too so yeah two studio albums and a live album three number one so just yeah, get that right but yeah um he couldn't put a foot wrong really could he um and 
you know, I'm, I'm sort of glad he had a little bit of a break. Obviously, it was enforced because of COVID. Um, he could, I think Liam didn't make any music during COVID, apart from obviously the the Christmas tune, um, All You're Dreaming Of, which was beautiful. Um, I think he, he's the type of guy who needs to be touring whilst he's making an album because I think he very much thrives off the live environment. He, lo- he just loves playing live, doesn't he? And I think he visualises, when he's recording a song, he visualises what how will this sound live. I think that's that's his style. Which is maybe why he's had a break out of the studio. You don't know. Maybe he just thought I'll have a bit of time off because he, he pretty much went back to back. Then they two albums, two massive massive world tours. Um, he li- he absolutely lives for it. So I'm sure he he doesn't mind that lifestyle. But he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? he said that he's got to tone down the uh, the beer. He's got his family. Does a bit of running every now and again. So he is a bit more a bit more placid these days. But yeah, looking forward to a third album from him. And I'm sure I'm sure he's got the fan base that he could make it for four number ones. <laughs> Well, what what was it he tweeted to, way back when? I think it was before lockdown. I think it was when we were actually went and saw him the last time on his last, which was the Why Me Why Not tour. Mm-hmm. Did he say that he, you know, he had to think a bit more ahead now because of the arthritis that he was getting? I was just like, yeah, um, this man no, this man still wants to go out, but he's thinking about um, thinking about himself as well. Um, speaking of that last of why me why not coincidentally now this has just popped into my mind and is a bit of a shocker but when we went watching him live in manchester was the last live gig that i went to before covid and that was 2019 yeah november back, 2019 yeah way back when um but uh he also did the down by the river um recorded mm-hmm. uh, set that he did as well which was unbelievable uh if you've not seen it Oh, you didn't see it at the time. Dig it out, watch it. Uh, it coincides as uh, when he was when he released his, his Christmas song that Key mentioned before. It coincided with that, and it was spot on. You know, it was tip top, and it was uh, yeah, well and truly brilliant. And that brings us on to uh, quite nicely one of the final bits of our news, which we kind of pulled together because there's two bits to talk about. But gigs and festivals, I've just written here, massively given the green light, <laughs> and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it's nice that we've we've got things that are going ahead, whether or not they can finalise what the rules are going to be, whether you need to have double vaccinated, COVID passport, or there's none of that. You just need an LFD test, whatever you need to do. It's good that gigs are back. Yeah, yeah. There's actually for once a bit of a. I know we've gone on about it for ages, we? some kind of pathway or whatnot. Um, and finally, you know, sort of the roadmap is, has sort of laid it, laid itself out and now festivals can actually go ahead. And it's important to mention, obviously, that there's, there's a few, but just the one that springs to mind and obviously our very own Ailsa, who has been on the podcast a couple of times, was meant to be going to a native Kendall calling. Obviously, she's from up up uh, lovely Cumbria way. Um, obviously, that was victim of the roadmap being pushed back. You know, obviously, that was... We're meant to open up 21st of June, weren't we? Ended up being pushed back to 19th of July. And I must say it was disappointing for them because they put a lot of effort in to set up and they didn't really get any prior notice about that pushback. So, you know, our plans just were in ruins and you've got to, you've got to sympathise. Um, and I, my, my heart goes out to all those festivals that just couldn't quite make it this time around, but I'm sure they'll be back bigger and better next year. But the majority, well, the fact of the matter is the majority will probably go ahead in some way or not. Going to have big crowds and people get to see live music again which 
A, it's not only important for the people who are going, like me and yourself, Rob, we love it, you know, good for people's mental health and just go in and have that release. I mean, I was thinking the other day and just while we are talking about Liam Gallagher, about when we watched him at Old Trafford and me and you were literally screaming in each other's faces for like three songs. I can't remember what the three songs were. I was going to send you the set, set list and just circle the three songs and then just send it to you because it, it, I don't know why it came to mind, but, you know. It that, was. That, you ready for this? It was supersonic cigarettes and alcohol, some might say. We were literally the angriest men on, on the planet. But we loved each other at the same we time. We, we still did. do. We do, as always. Um, but anyway, quickly back to the point. B, not just good for the people watching, good for the music industry. You know, the bands who've had to deal with a lot of uncertainty, the festival organisers, the gig organisers, the venue owners. You know, we spoke to John, Johnny, didn't we, from Old Courts. Um, they were planning for September. Maybe it could be a little bit earlier for them now. So, yeah absolutely fantastic news let's hope they can go ahead in in some some way and uh we can see live music back for, for the foreseeable and that's a really important thing actually when you mentioned the old courts there and you've just unlocked a bit of my brain which <laughs> i didn't realize that this was tucked away in there but we've spoken about it before like how important is touring for the smaller bands and it and it brought back to when we uh, spoke to Scully, the lead singer of Creature Creature, um, and he said that when they bring out a new album, touring is a massive part of getting the sales on it, getting people interested, raising the profile of, of a band. And if you've not listened to that interview, uh, you can find it on our Spotify. It, it's, the, it's in one of the encore editions from about July last year, I think, when they brought out the day, Creature Creature brought out the debut album, uh, Two Finger Tantrum, which give it a listen because it's great. Um, but yeah, they, they're now allowed to plan these little gigs and get things going. I think uh, Creature Creature in particular, they've got a, a free gig coming up, which is quite, you know, which is a great thing to have. But it allows them to play music, gets them their new music out, allows them to make sales, gets people interested again, and then bang, they can hit the road then mm. when, you know, when we're allowed to move around more. Um, another thing I saw, Mike Smith, another person we've had on the podcast who we must get back now that definitely out and about. Um, that Black Zeppelin, so his tribute band to uh, Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. I've seen gigs popping up for them, you know, around the Wigan area, Ashton. Um, God, where else are they? Where else are they touring? It can't just be Ashton because that'd be a really small tour, the World Tour of Ashton. Get down to Ash Vegas. <laughs> Ash Vegas. They're around, they're around the Wigan area, and I'll, and I'll uh, pull out some more more dates for the next podcast that we have. But it would be good for them as well because um, these are people who've probably been holding down jobs during lockdown mm-hmm. just to tie them over, and now they're actually back doing what they really, really, really want to do, and that's just playing great music in front of people who just want to listen to good music, you know. So it's great for them. Uh, I don't know if you've got any thoughts about all the local venues as well, the smaller venues, a lot being able to get these bands back. Yeah, well, we obviously spoke about this, didn't we, like a few episodes ago, I think, and even just going as far down as pubs, you know what I mean, pubs being open and having live music on, like it really does just stem down that far, you know, that that is the grassroots, that's like the grassroots Sunday League football of the music world, isn't it, you know what I mean? You might end up seeing the next uh, Marcus Rashford, playing for a Fletcher Moss or whatever his, his team were called in Manchester or whatever it might, you get what I'm saying though, you might, you know, the gems of talent, even that far down the the sort of um, music pyramid, if you like. Um, but yeah, you, you, make, you make an excellent point, mate, about how much touring 
is is a massive part of income for for you know small to mid level bands really. We're talking about the Killers before and saying oh they they were sort of robbed of the tour and stuff, but they're so big that they can just release music and still make a, a, quite a lot of money. Whereas the small to mid level bands they can release music, but because of Spotify and everything else, not many people will purchase as much of their music as they would like if that makes sense. Whether that's a vinyl, a CD, you know wh- whatever it might be. So touring is the lifeblood for them at the end of the day. So that's how they make their money. So yeah, massively, massively important. And touring as well, you know, they can jump onto a support acts, you know, the Lilacs, another Wigan band, they're supporting the Sherlocks, I believe, in um, Manchester. And this brings us on quite nicely, actually, to the next bit. Uh, the Lathams, another Wigan band, they're supposed to be supporting the Blossoms on a European tour. Mm-hmm. And Blossoms, Cortinas and Johnny Marr are putting on an absolute biblical gig. And yeah. Joe, I will use that word because it sounds biblical at Old Trafford. Um have you got a ticket for it, Kieran? I have, I have indeed. Yeah, I uh, thought you had. <laughs> of course I have. No, um, yeah, just just quickly on the Lathams. I mean, I'm I'm going to the cricket on Sunday. We're watching the hundred Manchester Originals play in Birmingham at Old Trafford Cricket Ground, and the Lathams are actually uh, doing the live entertainment, so that'll be a nice, uh, incredible, a nice little touch. Um, but we'll come on to the Lathams a, a little bit more shortly. But yeah, Cortinas, Blossoms, and Johnny Mayer, Old Trafford Cricket Ground. Um, yeah, I, I managed to get a ticket. I logged on and I remember refreshing gigs and tours and then it said um all standing was sold out and i messaged my mate jordan i said listen standing sold out i can get seated he was like we'll, we'll just leave it you know what i mean um and i was like okay okay and then i was scrolling through twitter about 20 past nine so about 15 20 minutes later something like that and then i just seen them say extra tickets released and i jumped on it bosh there you go tickets bagged standing and i was buzzing it's been a while since i've had that feeling well the feeling of you know shitting yourself at 8, 8.59 <laughs> when you need to refresh it at 9am but obviously the buzz of like getting your tickets but I'm going to be honest with you mate um, this is a proper Manchester ding dong in it let's be honest I mean any any one of these three could be the headliners that's a, that's how good it is and Cortinas will not be um, they won't underestimate the fact that they're the headliners because Blossoms have you know taken off as we know Jay in spirit will be doing a nice yeah, little fist pump but Johnny Marr is just a living legend at the end of the day um, so yeah what a gig and i'm gonna you know i'll be watching all three of them there's no way i'm passing up the opportunity to miss no. any of that you know you, you mentioned johnny Marr there and coincidentally now this is illuminati confirmed <laughs> it is currently car fest this weekend at Bolsworth castle um if you don't know what it is it's uh, a, a festival that chris evan puts on there's a few cars bits and bobs here and there and then there's music in the evening i've done the past too many to count i think i've done the past seven or eight maybe something like some that. cracking bands there aren't you as well oh, i have these things you know that you wouldn't expect faithless um kaiser chiefs happy mondays madness just to name a few and then you see people like so fairly next rick astley and you're like at c16 you're like well they're maybe not my cup of tea but they still do we've seen the coral there as well unbelievable live a band that i never thought that i would uh, transpire to go to go and see um but the last time i went so two years ago um johnny marr actually played on the friday and you could see all the youngsters looking around when i say youngsters you know 20 27 so i'd probably be counting in that compared to johnny marr's ear but i knew no knew who he was because of my dad um and everyone's like who's who's this guy and do you know what he actually if there was a roof on the place he would have blown it off he absolutely killed it and everybody was rocking out having a good time even people who didn't know his song just enjoyed the music and the weather was great and it, the whole combination of everything was just 
a great thing. And you are going to be royally treated to some very good Smith songs mm. in Old Trafford, in Manchester. Hopefully, I'm hoping for you, touch wood, in the glorious sunshine. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed it's nice and dry. That's all I ask. But yeah, come, you know, wind, rain, snow, blizzard, sandstorm, whatever it might be, I'll... Uh, I'm not going to miss that for the world, just because it's been so long. I mean, I've got a couple of gigs and stuff lined up before then, but just because it's in Manchester, you know, three Manchester bands, artists, you know, all together, all brilliant, all massive, having experiencing huge success. Um, so yeah, it's just a really exciting thing to to look forward to. I can't really say much more than that. You don't people listening don't need me to tell them how good Johnny Marr is, how good Boss are, how good Cartier is, because we know. Um, it's just so exciting, isn't it, that three artists of, you know, no, there's none of like, oh, I should be above you and all that kind of stuff. I think everyone's just so glad to be going out there and playing in front of massive crowds again. I think as well for the core team, it's almost come full circle because they li- released more again forever. Mm. Just as we went into lockdown yeah. and now just as we're coming out, bang, they're probably part of, well, probably headlining one of the biggest gigs that we're probably going to get this year so yeah incredible hopefully it's knocking around somewhere alive somewhere and i'll try and tune in i was unfortunately not able to get a ticket not because i didn't want to go just because money wasn't available time wasn't available and so but i'm very jealous of you keith Uh, but i hope you have a very good time thank you very much and and you know what we're in manchester so that's quite local but we're going to bring it local even more and we're going to talk, we're into our local focus section and we've got quite a good section this is this really exciting section mm-hmm. as well um especially with the fact that gigs and festivals are going ahead so it ties in quite nicely and we're on about before grassroots those the smaller bands and keep making the marcus rashford reference there. <laughs> and you know that 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 gem that you don't find because you know they're a bit lower down they're in the lower leagues uh, an absolute gem from Wigan, uh, absolutely skyrocketing at the minute. Um, just got a residency at the Cavern Club. Yes, the Cavern Club, where the Beatles made their name, uh, which is absolutely huge. Uh, Joe Aston, we talk about him a lot, and there's a reason why we talk about him a lot. It's because he's getting things like this. He's getting residencies at the Cavern Club there. He's there every Wednesday and every Sunday. So every Wednesday is there 3.15pm till 5pm. Sunday is there 5.15 to 8pm. Honestly, if you can get down and go and watch him in Liverpool, do it. You'll not regret it. Um, Amy and I are planning on doing this. We're going to go watch him, grab a bite to eat afterwards because that is going to be absolutely biblical. And the sound that he's producing, uh, I think, was, was cut out and made to go to the Cavern Club. So that will be fantastic. Mm. Don't know if you've got any thoughts on yeah. that, Keith. Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just conscious. Obviously, we've just been talking about Manchester quite a bit, you know, with obviously the previous bit we were talking about and how that's quite a hotbed for music. But we, we can't forget that we know the Northwest is massive for music, and obviously Wigan, our, our hometown, which we'll come on to in a minute. But obviously Liverpool as well is a is a hotbed, isn't it? You know, obviously the the Cavern Club is where the Beatles was born. Do you know what I mean? That's what people always relate the Cavern Club to the Beatles before they went absolutely global phenomenon do you know what i mean so it's special for joe to to get that slot i'm sure he he is more than aware of the tradition of the cavern club and the the sort of um 
nostalgia and the feeling that that brings to the people who go there and the fans. So what a, what a platform for him to go and do his thing, really. And when this is a lad who's grafted his nuts off, isn't it, Rob? Through lockdown, you spoke massively, to him in that interview, massively. and he said like all he's done is he he's he seen the time in lockdown where he's not gigging as an opportunity to write, to perfect his band, to perfect his songs. To you know, network with people on Twitter. He said he was just talking to people, wasn't he? Getting his, he ended up getting his music on XS through you know chatting to someone on Twitter and, and all that kind of stuff. So this is a lad who, who deserves it more than anyone. So um, yeah, I, I'll I'll probably come and try and catch him as well if I can get a day off work or, or whatever it might be. But yeah, just get that Sunday in third wheel. Yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come down. You can look after me like a child. Put me in, put me in booster seat. Um, yeah. But yeah, just just special the, the legends that are back in Ken Doherty, you know who doesn't love a bit of a Ken Doherty and a Robert Carlyle, you know, just two names rolling off the th- rolling off the tongue there. And yeah, I'm sure he does know the the, the significance of the, the Cavern Club and I'm sure he's probably feeding off him as well off that as well and that'll probably propel him forward. So really uh, good on him and if you've not checked out his music, go and do it because you'll not not regret it. Speaking of Wiganers and up and coming Wiganers and music, um Oh, which one do we go for first? Do we go to UK or should I stick with my little bit, which actually our friends at Sonic PR kind of pushed our way uh, yeah. recently. Should we go with that one? So Maxwell yeah, yeah. Vari. This is a chock, chock a local focus. So it's, yeah, it's, I love it. I love it. Wigan is absolutely booming. We've mentioned, we've mentioned the Lavams, Joe Astley, Maxwell Vari now, um, the uh, the Lilacs. Who have yeah. we not mentioned? The uh, Flesh Eats. Uh, Stanley's band, Kate, just give me them all. <laughs> Keep going. Um, um, yeah, Maxwell Barry, uh, thank you very much to Sonic PR, by the way, for pushing this our way. It had completely slipped under our way, uh, radar, but he's got a new song out called uh, Psycho on the 28th of July. So, as we're recording this, this is next Wednesday, so 28th of July 2021. If you're backdating and listening to this, thank <laughs> you if you are. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a big tune, it's a nice little get you in the mood, summertime tune, and I think it's one of them that you can quite happily sit there, knock back a few drinks in the sunshine and have it have it on with your mates and just let it let it go. It's a really good song, um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It will be on Spotify. You can catch his first single called Lucid already on Spotify, which is also another great song. So really, just go, go and give him a listen. Go and give uh, Maxwell Vary a listen uh, because... You'll not regret that either. Okay, I don't know if you've had a chance. I sent you the link to go and listen mm. to it. I haven't, but I will. I will go and listen to it. Hundred percent. I've just not. I haven't got around to it because yeah, you know me. I'm just useless. Just, <laughs> just stick fourteen as I repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'll definitely listen to it. So, it. Sounds like a nice bit, nice track, and obviously something exciting to look forward to next week. Obviously on Wednesday when he releases his his new tune. So yeah, um, he's from here, so. Why not? Why can't not be, but can't be bad. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say a bad word. Um, but yeah. And I think that, um, I think we've mentioned this before. It is one of them beauties about music is the connectivity, the networking that you can do with it. I mean, this is um, this is somebody from my own town that's producing music slipped under my radar and appeared on somebody's radar many many miles away. Yeah, they're a PR company, but they've still appeared on somebody's radar, and then it's come back to me going, "Oh my God, how have I missed that?" that's amazing how fun, you know and i love it and there you go so psycho by maxwell Vary out wednesday the 20, 28th of july 2021 please 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 look out for it on spotify youtube and no doubt it'll be on apple as well if you want to be tight and 
not give a very talented young artist any money. You can line wire it, but I will come and find <laughs> you because that is very unfair. Um, speaking of new singles, Kate, I'm going to toss this straight back to you because we're back to our friends, the Lathams again. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I won't go on because we've spoke about, you know, the incredible rise of these guys and everyone's kind of aware of them now. Signed a rec- record deal, you know, last year. Finally starting to get get out on the road. They were part of the, some of the pilot gigs, you know, when things started to open up again. And um, they actually liked a tweet the other day. Somebody said, Lavams need to get an album out or something. And they liked it. So, you know, a bit of teasing there as well. But they're just on a roll, releasing EPs, releasing songs and just keeping that momentum going at the minute until they can properly get out there and, and tour and, you know, get the the sort of um, career on the roll, really, because it's, it's just been a massive progress for them. Now they want to actually you know, transfer the songs they've made in, into the live scene and more and more often and get and continue to build them. But they've released a new single called How Beautiful Life Can Be. And it's, um, even though it's a, a slow ballad, ballady type, it's really, really big summer tune. I think it's got really good summer vibes. I was listening on the way home the other day. It was on um, XS Manchester. It was really sunny in, in the car and stuff. Obviously, as we know, this week's been scorchino. Um, but oh, I was listening... Scorchio. Yeah, absolute scorchio. Um but I, I just listened to the, the, the first song. You know, you like when you're in the car and you're zoning and out of lyrics, really. And it, sometimes it's just background noise, but sometimes you proper invest. The first sort of verse, I was straight into it. Like, Drew got it up here now. It says, out in the garden, a bumblebee buzzes my nose. All the while the kettle's boiled, forgot my toast. These serves as reminders of what really matters most. Just beautiful how life can be. Which I think is like, I could literally visualise myself doing that, sat in the garden be flying by having a brew and i just think like it's basically just about the simple pleasures of life and yeah i thought it was really really nice tune good melody good lyrics so who doesn't love jam on toast with a brew in the british summertime and you know just enjoying enjoying the world go by uh the lavens also as well did a bit of um i don't know I, i'm gonna say self-promotion they played a bit in in wigan town center and at piccadilly gardens as well oh, they were supposed to play at piccadilly gardens yeah, i don't yeah. know if that went ahead I know the first time they attempted it, uh, GMP just said, uh, please don't. <laughs> In the yeah, politest of ways, there's too many people here, please don't. Uh, yeah. I believe they aren't going to try again if they haven't already. That's what I like about them, though, um, is that sort of northern spirit. It's proper. That's a proper Wigan thing to do, a northern thing to do, is don't forget your roots. I think we're very principle-valued people like that. You know what I mean? We don't forget where we've come from. Um, and I think that's what they're, they're trying to do, even though... They have made it big. They're going to go on to big things, release loads of good music, do loads of live gigs. They're just busking in Wigan Town Centre because they're just they're just normal lads, you know what I mean? They're just living, they're normal lads who are living the dream. And Alex Morris, the lead singer, obviously writes a lot of tunes as well. I've obviously just said about the lyrics to How Beautiful Life Can Be and the melody and stuff is really clever and really so, so simple but so effective. But his voice as well. He's got such an excellent voice, such a unique voice and a, and a unique singing style. Obviously, if you haven't heard I see your ghost. Um, it's like a cross between like madness and someone else. Like the the verses, I don't. I'm, literally, I don't the other day, and my mum and dad were like, "How does he sing so fast?" And I was like, I, "I can't even speak that fast. Never mind sing." So uh, yeah, talented guys. So um, yeah, I, I respect them. Um, hopefully, one day they'll do a big, big gig in Wigan, maybe a Hay Hall, try and resurrect some of that verb verb feelings from back in the day. Maybe Hay Hall, maybe the DW Stadium. The DW Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia. Uh, or just bang a big stage up in Wigan Town Centre. We all, you know, we all get packed in there. I'll be yeah, get in Main, Main's Park. I'll be swinging from sign at WH Smith's as a plane. 
playing up at Marketplace. Anyway, we can talk about that all day and forever, how good Wigan is at music and producing music, but I'm sure there'll be a lot more to come. Um, and please, please check out as many Wigan bands as you can. Any bands, local bands, you will not be disappointed. There's some absolute gems. Um, and all it takes is to turn over the right stone. But we are getting to the end of our podcast yet again. And it means that one of us has to do a feature finish. Now, if you've never tuned into a podcast before, and this is the first one you listen to, I'll give you a quick introduction of what a feature finish is. So one of us, either myself, Key or Jay, like I said, Jay's not here on this podcast, so it will be either me or Key, uh, or if we have a guest then, we'll put together the ultimate 10-track album of a specific artist. Um, that, that That is the basic rule. They can pick uh, singles, anything from albums. Uh, Ailsa the other week was very clever with her Arctic Monkeys one. She picked something from before. They'd even released a studio album, so that, that was... That was good, got us thinking. Um, so this week, uh, Mr. Making, it is down to you. And you have got, well, we spoke about him enough earlier. And the up and coming album, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> Mr. Kieran, I would like your 10 track, perfect killers album. Absolutely. No problem at all. Um, You've got it written down here. I, I, I have, I have. I've been progressing it throughout the day, but I've had a, a few pockets of time, a few spur pockets of time here and there. And I thought it, it I thought it kind of would have been cool to do this because we spoke about them. But also, if they keep releasing bloody albums at the rate they're doing, <laughs> I'm not, not going to be able to condense it down to 10 tracks, you know what I mean? So, it should be one track off one album, and then we'll yeah, have to do a double album. disc edition. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we go. This is my 10-track uh, Killer Super album. Which will be, of course, immortalised via the medium of Spotify playlist. Then you we can see all that. We need to get that on a t-shirt. We that do. Needs to be a t-shirt. We do. I wear it every day. Um, when you obviously you can see all of our other feature finishes that have been immortalised on on Spotify as well. Obviously, Rob, I'll go through these. You can give your thoughts as well. Um, and if there's anything I've missed off or whatever, you can obviously chip in and we can have kind of discussion. But yeah, here we go. It's uh, it was it was all right to do this one. There was there was some I was gutted about this net, but there wasn't really any it wasn't like stone roses leaving out waterfall controversial do you know what i mean <laughs> um, i've still not slept right since that <laughs> might well, be the heat though might be the well, heat well, though. well yeah that might be, <laughs> that might be the heat, actually I'm waking up in hot sweats um so i've gone um may, maybe this is a bit of nostalgia but the the first three songs i've gone for was the first three that they played when i watched them at glastonbury so uh the, the in, introductory song i've gone for jenny was a friend of mine which is the opening song off hot fuss if i'm not mistaken correct obviously just has a really good funky bass line and uh you love a funky bass line I, I, though. Really, I, I, just something about it just, just gets me going i think it's because i'm so into stone roses and, and, and manny and that i think just in, in my blood so yeah and it, obviously a good good chorus as well um and then into somebody told me which is just an <sighs> Just an all-out banger. Oh, it's a great tune. I mean, to this day, it doesn't even make sense to me. Uh, you had a boyfriend that you had a boyfriend that looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. I'm like, <laughs> and okay, just, okay, Brendan. Okay, Brendan. I was like, yeah, but still, just a, it's just a raw, un- unadulterated banger in it. Let's be honest. And then a bit, a bit more of a light-hearted one, but it's it's still upbeat. And I've gone for Spaceman. Um, I think it's a good. Oh, that's a good choice. That's a good yeah. choice. That. 
it so that was the first three at Glastowne United, and that's really good. It, like I, I like the oh 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 at the beginning, which yeah, is like a good singer there. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah. Uh, which is like nice next year. <laughs> <laughs> Backing dancer singing doing, doing <laughs> harmonies. Um, but yeah, it's a it, it's a good sing along and it gets the crowd you know bopping and stuff. But I, I like the the chorus as well. It's obviously about getting the song's getting about getting abducted by aliens, but then aliens trying to tell us that the human race are the alien if that makes yeah. sense do you know what i mean um and it's quite clever really um but it's like really catchy and then um next up this had to go on um all these things that i've done which is just a a rammer um Absolute and superb bridge in that song well it's universal isn't it you know everyone knows that i've got soul but i've got a so i've got soul but i'm not a soldier and it's just yeah everyone knows that don't for the rest of the podcast all the way through <laughs> Um, and then to wrap up my my A side, you know me, I like to do five tracks A side, five track B side, um, a nice um, sing along anthem, Human. Everyone loves Human. It's uh, yeah, human. everyone sings it emotionally. Um, just I think it's just got that that the chorus just has that emotional. But also another bit. song, another in keeping with the killer's theme of lyrics not making sense. Yeah. Are we human or are we dancers? I don't know, yeah. Brendan. <laughs> I, no I think I'm a dancer when I'm pissed, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so like that's sort of a, like a sing-along type, bit slower than the others um, to, to finish off that. And then obviously, you know me, I like to like kick it back off on the next the next side. So I've gone for um, My Own Soul's Warning, which is obviously the opening track off Implored in the Mirage. I think it's just a banger. And I, I think I, I remember when we when we reviewed Implored in the Mirage, sort of like this time well a bit later but this this time last year ish when it came out it reminds me a little bit of crystal you know new order where it has the the full-length version of crystal where it's got like the sort of oh, instrumental the, bit at the, the beginning you know the harmony at the beginning yeah the woman and, and it, uh, just, uh, it just bang i'm listening to that on the on the way up on the way out tonight i'm just going to listen to it quality quality but my own source warning is a bit like that in, in the sense that it has that build up and everything yeah case. and it and the the chords, like the keyboard chords, like that. It sounds like a, a French band called Phoenix. I don't know if you remember them. And they had um, a song. I can't remember what it's called, but it was. I know the. It got. Have you ever seen Now You See Me, the film? I'm going off on a fucking time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The end credits. That song was used, but the like the synthy keyboard noise reminds me of that song. I'll try and find out what it's called before we finish the podcast. So it's, I'm making sense. Send it to me. <laughs> I will. Um, next up, you'll like this one. We were talking about it before, but a banger to follow a banger, and it's got to be when you were young. Could not, yes. could not, um, not put it on there. You know what I mean? And obviously, me and me and yourself, Rob, have had many a time driving home from Preston, harmonising um, talks like a gentleman. <laughs> it's one of the best bits of the song. Yeah. Um, and then following up, so this was a little snippet from the Glastonbury set again. So I've gone for the man from Wonderful Wonderful because it's a it's a great tune. I like the the brash cockiness, assertiveness of it. I think it's like really, really, really cool. And then followed up by, as I said before, my self-proclaimed favourite, Smile Like You Mean It. They did that at Glass and Me, the man followed up by that. So that's why I've structured it like that. But again, like when you were young, that was never going to not not get on there. It's just, I don't know, it, it, it's one of the, it's a brain worker, it's a thinker. It's one of them songs that gets you thinking, um, but also has some really cool lyrics. So it's, that's a great tune. And then I think you know what, what is going to finish off the album they finish off all the gigs of it um it, it splits opinion but mr Brightside, i i think people 
like it's a bit like Wonderwall by the way so I think people pretend to hate it because it's so popular but yeah. everyone even if you don't like the kills or you don't like indie music in general everyone knows the lyrics to it so listen I don't make the rules but <laughs> it's, it's one it's of them funny. I mentioned it before you don't know how you know all the lyrics but you just do yeah. I think the, you made a really good uh, comparison there. Mr. Brightside is the killer's Wonderwall. It's yeah. probably introduced more people to the killers than any other uh, the killer song. Uh, but then from there, you can then, when you've listened to it more, you can build and structure your own your own thoughts on what is um, what is your favourite killer song. And if it's still, you know, if it's still mr bright said at the end of the day that it's still mr bright said at the end of the day um that's, that's a really good 10 10 track album that um was there any if, anything you thought was could have got on there i mean, there I might mean be one or two there's so many good songs that they, they put on runaways from imploding the mirage mm. another one um oh, i can't remember it now it's tyson versus tyson douglas in it tyson douglas yeah. i i like that it's yeah. something different um, Neon Tiger from Day and Age. Mm-hmm. I, I again um, uh, another good song, but I like the kind of you know the kind of Caribbean vibe that goes on in the uh, in the Day and Age album. That's what I get from that. It's kind of a bit of a sun, sunset, dancing on the drink, dancing on the beach with a couple of drinks kind of album. That's how I. But that's maybe because that's what I was doing when the album came out. You know, yeah. Who knows? Um, Bones off Samstown. Again, a pers- another personal favourite of mine, mm. along with For Reasons Unknown, really funky bass line in that. Um, but other than that, I, I, can't, I can't really disagree, Keith, I'm honest. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, th- there's a few that I, ob- I obviously like as well, but I just couldn't justify getting them on. I mean, Blowback and Caution from Imploding the Mirage are really good tunes. Um, and then some wildcard ones, uh, Glamorous Indie Rock and Roll, which is off Hot Fuss, um, bit of a bit of a, a hidden gem, that one. They play it live occasionally. And there's a tune on Imported Mirage, Mirage called, I was listening to it today, um, Running Towards a Place, it's called, which is a, is a cool tune, but n- not that they're bad songs, they're just, the, the, I think the standard of the ones I picked just made it so difficult for anything <laughs> anything else to get on, so. And I think, I don't think it's the standard of songs that you've picked, I think it is the standard of songs that the killers produce, mm. makes it really, really hard, and yeah, I couldn't disagree when you read out that thing, going, yeah, I'd listen to that if it was an album, there's a few odd things that I'd Chop here and there, but that's personal preference. But if you turn around to me and said that is the only ten killer songs that you can ever listen to for the rest of your life, about all right, fair not enough. bad, not bad, is <laughs> it? Not not bad. Play. Um, but yeah, I'll just read it through one to ten before before we wrap up. Just a recap. So number one is Jenny was a friend of mine. Number two, somebody told me. Number three, Spaceman. Number four, all these things that I've done. Number five, Human. Number six, My Own Soul's Warning. Number seven, When You Were Young. Number eight, The Man. Number nine, Smile Like You Mean It. And finishing off, number 10, Mr. Brightside. So there you go. That will soon be immortalised in the medium of Spotify playlist. And there you go, my 10-track Killers Super Album. And uh, I think next time, Rob, for our feature finish, we've got something nice planned, and we're going to try and do a combined one, aren't we? But we'll, we'll, yeah, not, yeah. we'll not tell the listeners too much. We'll uh, no. get that and one that, for the time being. And that one's going to be a rolling one. It's going to have a couple of volumes to it a la Noel Gallagher's Back the Way We Came. Um, so make sure you tune in for that. And we'll be asking for your opinion on that as well. Uh, the the listener, if you, so when we get around to doing the next podcast, uh, that'd be a nice thing for, for you to listen into. Uh, and then once we've done the first one, we want to hear your views 
but we'll explain more of that when we come back in a few weeks time um so get excited and get your thinking caps on of what it might be but that is another podcast it, it flies by so quickly these it really days. it really does honestly and it's enjoyable to just talk music and it's enjoyable to get excited about music again we've got gigs coming up we've got you know cortinas like we mentioned with blossoms and johnny Marr at old trafford that's going to be amazing liam gallagher's back in the studio don't forget the killer's new album uh, and then our local focus we've got lots of wigan up and coming talent and joe astley's got his residency at the cavern club again wednesdays and sundays check that out maxwell vary and the lavham's new tune and maybe they've got something on the horizon as well there's lots of gigs lots of tours and there's lots of festivals get yourself stuck into it and don't forget the local bands because that is where you need to support like i said you can listen to these podcasts on spotify apple music google anchor where else are we on the website wn35music.com you can get us on facebook twitter instagram google i'm sure you've google us on there um we're out and about so make sure that you follow us on them and if there's anything you want us to talk about in the music world or you are an up-and-coming band listening to this and you want to get in touch with us let us know because we'll love to listen to your music uh, i've been uh, robert lee and i've been joined by the very amazing kieran making who's now going to shoot out and go to a party i believe <laughs> i'm just going to my mates for a few beers but we'll call it a party if, if we want <laughs> going to a party um, you've heard his 10 track feature finished by the killers be sure to check that out on Spotify as well because it is immortalised in the medium of a Spotify playlist. We'll get that on a t-shirt, but you've been listening to WN35 Music Podcast. Thank you very much for listening.